0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Indianapolis Colts are going to be great or whether they're going to suck. We don't know whether they're going to be great or whether they're going to suck, but life is a hell of a lot more fun in August if we kind of talk ourselves into believing they're going to be great. I like thinking that way. We're going to talk about the Indianapolis Colts, the positional upgrades or downgrades that they've experienced in this offseason, and whether that can catapult them back into relevance in the AFC South. We're going to do that, and we're going to talk about Pete Rose a little bit, too. I, I just, like, I feel bad for Pete Rose. I pity Pete Rose, knowing that he's a degenerate. Like, I get it. He's a degenerate. I The stories that you have heard pale in comparison to the stories that have been told off the record unbelievable stuff from this guy. You know what? He still belongs in the Baseball Hall of Fame. I cannot help it. Goodness sake, we're going to talk about all of that, and it's going to drive you nuts like it drives me nuts. Because no matter what side of the argument you fall on, you're wrong, and you're right. And that makes it a tough tough line of discussion to kind of you know, it, it, you're walking a tightrope that just doesn't exist. You just fall onto the pavement. You do a Carl Walenda. You know, oh, 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 off he goes. Adios, Carl. That's what you do when you talk about Pete Rose. All right, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now, brought to you by BUSR.ag. Deposit a 1000 you get bonus 1000 It's just that simple. Score, sports wagering. At its easiest, at its finest, we're going to work with that with them throughout the preseason. Really looking forward to it. All kinds of fun. Get your money down on the Indianapolis Colts, right? Make sure and hit uh, subscribe. Smash that subscribe button. Punch a like button. We want 204 likes today. And don't let that stop you if we've already got to 204. Go ahead and hit it again. There's nothing wrong with hitting it again and again. Let's talk about sports. Again, this is Inside Indiana Sports Now. It's Monday, August 8th, 2022. Uh, How long has it been? 34 years to the day since Harry Grossman pressed the button and said, let there be lights at Wrigley Field. The first night game, there's going to be another night game tonight against the Washington Nationals, the worst team in the National League, which is good news for the Cubs because they are the second worst team in the National League. All right, let's talk about the Colts. You know what? I listened to part of the Dan Dockett show today, and he's right. We don't know. I go out to camp. I watch things. You watch Matt Ryan throw an interception at Julian Blackman. Bad communication. Uh, Ashton Doolin ran the wrong route. He's got to get that cleaned up. You can't have that. You can't have a guy run the wrong route. You can't deliver the ball to the wrong spot or the spot where the guy's supposed to be, but he's not at or you're going to get well, you're going to get beat, and that's just the way the NFL is. These teams are so closely matched. There there is such a a a gravity toward the middle in the NFL that if you screw up like that once in a game, it's going to cost you the game. And if it costs you the game, it could cost you the season. Like last year, one more win for the Colts, and they wind up. Co- Why do we, not just the media, but fans too, believe? We know what we know, and, and more often in Indianapolis than almost anywhere else, and I'll tell you why. Because we were right every year for years and years and years 15 years ago. Seven years in a row, the Colts won 12 or more games. They went to the playoffs, 14 of 16 seasons. The Colts were relentless as the tide. You knew what they were going to do. I remember in 2008, they started three and four because Peyton Manning. Remember, he had the knee and then he had the infection and it was big trouble and he lost a lot of weight and he just didn't look right. And they get off to a three and four start. I said, I'd tell you what, I know that they're going to win the last nine games. They are going to run the table to go 12 and four. What did they do? They ran the table to go 12 and four. Why? Because they had a really good football team. Peyton Manning was awesome. They had two defensive ends that stacked up sack numbers like nobody's business, Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney. They had a really good middle linebacker in Gary Brackett. They had a good running back in Joseph Adai. They had Reggie Wayne. They had Dallas Clark. They had an offensive line that was terrific with Jeff Saturday being the anchor. They were really, really, really good. And you can say, they're going to win nine in a row and feel really good about it. And you were right. And then the other stuff happened. Then all of a sudden 2015 happens, and what we thought was fact was fancy. Right? I told people on my radio show, I was like, look, if the Colts don't win th- 13 games this year, I am dying my – I'm bleaching my hair white. They uh, had no chance to win fi- uh, 13 games by the time we got, I think – To about October 15th. It was all gone. And my hair, I was true to my word. I even paid cash to go to the place and get it dyed white twice. Uh, In the same thing, because it didn't get white enough the first time. It looked like yellow. I looked ridiculous. I looked like Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker. Nobody wants to look like that. At any rate, that I, I turned my hair white. Because I thought I knew something, and you got to pay off radio bets. It's just the way the business works. They didn't even make the playoffs that year. They had gone to the AFC Championship game, and then you go out and you get Frank Gore and Andre Johnson and, you know, all these guys, and you feel really good about it. Last year, the Colts go 9-8. and eight. They pick up guys in free agency, pick up Yanni Kangakwe via trade, Matt Ryan via trade. So let's talk about the supposed upgrades. Are they upgrades? Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz. I will take Matt Ryan over Carson Wentz all day and twice on Sunday. Why? I just didn't care for Carson Wentz. Like Carson Wentz seemed to believe that he was smarter than the game, smarter than the coaches, smarter than his teammates, and the fact was he wasn't. If you believe yourself to be that smart, you can't be that smart. Because you spend more time talking than listening. And I think that that was Carson Wentz's greatest obstacle to greatness. Was his inability to understand that the way he plays the game is fundamentally wrong. Trying to go get chunk yards every single down instead of just, here, Naheem, go run. You can't do that. And as a result, the Colts said bye-bye to Carson Wentz. And they said hello to Matt Ryan. Now, Matt Ryan hadn't been to the playoffs in a long time been four years. He's been knocked on his ass 40 or more times in each of those seasons. Last year was really kind of the nadir of his career. Not a good statistical season, but he didn't have Julio Jones for the first time in forever. He didn't have Calvin Ridley, but for five games, he had Russell Gage and Kyle Pitts, Cordarell Patterson, and that was about it in a really leaky offensive line. I will take Matt Ryan all day over Carson Wentz. Now, can he actually play or was that record, 2018, 19, 20, 21, was that real? Or was that because of external circumstances beyond Matt Ryan's control? We had a similar situation in 2020 where Philip Rivers comes to town, right? And you look and you say he's been to the playoffs one time in the last six years. The water might be over the dam with this guy. Not so much. Philip Rivers was really, really good. Here's one thing that bothers me a little bit about uh, Matt Ryan, though. When Philip Rivers threw the ball, it was caught, always. Like, nobody dropped passes that Philip Rivers threw because, let's face it, he was throwing 35-mile-an-hour change-ups, right? The ball, I, I, maybe it was slower. Maybe they were 15 miles an hour. I don't know. But, you know, guys had time to catch the ball softly. With Matt Ryan coming out with a little bit... More expedition. So there are drops. There were three today, according to George Bremer. If you don't follow him on Twitter and you want to know what's happening in the workouts, at practice, during camp, you're a crazy person. George Bremer, really good follow on Twitter. 11 of 19, according to George Bremer, two picks, three drops. Julian Blackman with with a pick. That's good news for the defense. I think Julian Blackman's going to play his ass off. I think he's going to be really good if he stays healthy, and I think Nick Cross is too. We'll get to that. All right, how about Pierce over Hilton? T.Y. Hilton, able to play, what, 10 games last year, right? Can Pierce play more than that? Can Pierce get open and deep more than T.Y. Hilton did? Is Pierce going to catch it and run with it instead of kind of T.Y. was sort of a catch and burrow? We're going to find out. We don't know what this guy is going to be when the fur flies for real. We have no earthly idea what Alec Pierce is going to be or what he's going to do. We don't know. We've never seen it. He's never been on the field in an NFL game. Even looking at him in the preseason, we're going to have no idea. We're going to have no idea when they practice against the Lions because you're not practicing to beat the defense. You're practicing to make yourself sharper. When you get to the season, you're game planning against specific defensive looks. That might be where the Colts have an advantage because Matt Ryan's been around the block a couple of times. How about Matt Pryor instead of Fisher at left tackle? You know what? In 100-plus snaps at left tackle in his career, he's graded relatively strongly on pro football focus. That's what we know about Matt Pryor. I'll tell you this. He is not an elite-level athlete. He's as big as a house, but Bernard Ryman is thought to be by the coaches of the Colts to be a better athlete. They would like to get Bernard Ryman ready to play left tackle as soon as possible because they see him as an upgrade to Matt Pryor once he gets schooled up in how to play left tackle at the NFL level. So the quicker that happens, the better for everybody except Matt Pryor. Uh, How about, but I don't know whether Pryor is going to be better than Fisher. We don't know. We've never seen Matt Pryor for a full or even a significant part of a season at left tackle. Is Quentin Nelson going to be better than Quentin Nelson, right? Quentin Nelson last year banged up, had the foot issue during camp, missed almost all of camp, and then you got him and he just didn't look the same and he didn't grade the same and nothing was the same. Is he going to be able to be the same this year with his back being as it is? Is that back going to continue to degenerate or is it strong and healthy? And can it remain that for 17 weeks? We're going to find out. We don't know. Uh, Woods and Ogletree, that combination of tight ends, are they going to be better than Jack Doyle? Mo Ali Cox is going to be better, at least more sure-handed, than Mo was last year. Catching the ball from Wentz was a greater challenge for him than catching the ball from Rivers. So we assume that Mo Ali Cox is going to be better. Now the other guys, Jelani Woods and Drew Ogletree, are they going to combine to be better than Jack Doyle? And where's Kylan Granson fit into this whole thing? Great question. Jack Doyle was a really good multi-purpose tight end. He was a good blocker, and he was a good receiver, and he brought some joy to what he did on the football field. We'll see if the other guys can get that done. I have seen Nick Foles. Nick Foles threw a beautiful ball to Ashton Doolin. Uh, Yesterday? I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Gorgeous ball. Uh, Hit him in stride. Doolin ran away from everybody. Otherwise, Foles, he looks slow tell you the truth people say that matt ryan's not mobile nick Foles is really not mobile that's the way it looks talking about no we're gonna carson wentz was the last guy who played quarterback for the colts last time they got on the field to play a game carson wentz was the quarterback he's absolutely relevant to our discussion uh how about yannick and Gakwe over Quitty pay Quitty pay moving to the left side of the defensive line and Gakway to the right side Pay four sacks last year in Gakwe in every year he's played between eight and twelve sacks. We have got to believe that Yannick Ngakwe is going to be an upgrade at right defensive end. That Leo position, that edge position, Yannick Ngakwe, I think he's gonna be an upgrade. Then you've got Pay. is he gonna be better than Al Qadin Mohammed? Al Qadin last year, forty eight tackles, six sacks. I would take that from Quidi Pay right now. Would you? I would. I'm taking the six sacks, 48 tackles. I don't know whether Pay is going to be better than that. He looks good in practice, but once again, he's going up against right tackles who are ones for the other team. I don't know where he's going to be at. Uh, How about uh, Nick Cross over Kari Willis? Kari Willis last year, 63 tackles at box safety, one and a half sacks, two picks. I think Nick Cross is going to be better than that. I don't know if he's going to put up the tackle numbers, but I believe... He's going to have more than two picks. And how about Stephon Gilmore over Rocky Seen? If Gilmore is healthy, that's a runaway in favor of Stephon Gilmore. Rocky Scene, 31 tackles last year, no picks. And it wasn't because people weren't throwing at him. He got tested early, often. All right, what, what does all of that mean? Last year, by the way, Stephon Gilmore, nine games, 16 tackles, two picks. So that's a comparative, all right? From a tackle perspective, just about where Yassine was. Uh, from a pick perspective, obviously better. In 2019, he had six picks and 20 passes defense. That's pretty damn good. Um, does anybody have an accurate crystal ball? Of course not. We don't know. Are they going to win 11 games? Are they going to win seven? We don't know. Last year, two games went to overtime, and the Colts lost both. If they win those games, instead of 11 and nine, they're or, uh, instead of nine and eight, they're 11. And, six. and they get to the playoffs easily. It's all on the foot of Blankenship, and, and it's all in the attitude of the Colts and their ability to focus and their ability to execute down the stretch. Last year, no fourth-quarter comebacks, no game-winning drives. That's terrible. Like, you can't have that. They scored enough points where uh, the people of pro football reference in their Pythagorean kind of estimation – They believe that the Colts should have won 11 games. They won nine. Is that a coaching issue? Interesting question. All right. Uh, I may have talked long enough that I don't need to talk about Pete Rose, but I will. Quickly, you cannot say it was 55 years ago, babe, when you're talking about a sexual relationship with a 16-year-old when you yourself were 32 or 33. You can't do that. Pete Rose, every year they have the Hall of Fame ceremony in Cooperstown. And you look and you say, Pete Rose ought to be on that stage. He ought to be in that parade of Hall of Famers as they name these guys. Like, come on. And then, uh, but here's the thing, too, is I think the media baits him in absolute stupidity. And you can't get dumber than to say it was 55 years ago, babe. The age of consent, by the way, in Ohio at the time was 16 years of age. That doesn't make it less creepy or less wrong, not by a long shot. It does make it more legal, I suppose. She claims she was 14 or 15. I don't know. It's awful no matter how you slice it. Just terrible. Pete, shut up. You'd like to say shut up to the guy. Don't be so obtuse. If you look ob- obtuse in the dictionary, a picture of Pete Rose, one of my favorite guests. I could talk baseball with Pete Rose for like forever. But my God, could you be a little less stupid? And the media just invites him into into stupidity like it's their job. And that's kind of sad at the same time that it's correct. You just can't win with Pete Rose. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent. I can't wait. We posted a video with Tyquan Lewis. A little bit later, it'll be Grover Stewart. We've got video with. And I uh, can't wait to share that with you. All brought to you by the wonderful people at today's dentistry. Give them a call. 317 B U S R dot A G. All of your sports wagering needs, political wagering needs, all in one spot. A $1,000 bonus when you deposit 1000 and you sign up. It's just that simple.